Hello, thanks for listening to the Total Knee Tips and Pearls podcast. This is Adam Rosen, your host. I'm a fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeon who specializes in joint replacement. In these episodes, I'm going to share with you a lot of my tips and tricks and review classic articles and current implant designs. Thanks for tuning in and on with the show. Hello and welcome back. This is Adam Rosen and you're listening to the Total Knee Tips and Pearls podcast. So again, if you're just tuning in, um, I am a fellowship trained orthopedic surgeon, specializes in total joints. Uh, and this whole podcast, you know, as you listen through, um, just trying to give you my my brain, uh, basically digitally. Um, so all the things that I think about uh, throughout uh, whole season one is, you know, total knees through office visit all the way through the steps of the surgery, what I'm looking at, what I'm thinking, um, and, you know, what I'm doing for my patients post-operatively. And then, you know, season two, a whole bunch of different topics there. So this season, I'm going to continue along with some of these classic articles because these classic articles and classifications are really important for us to all speak the same language. You know, so you may get pimped, you know, when you're standing up um, at your fracture conference or x-ray conference, but again, the main reason is that you know these so in the future when you're discussing and describing them that you can kind of correlate what your friend or partner or colleague is saying um, and in your brain have an idea of what they're talking about. And it's also important too when you're out in practice because you know when you're dictating and documenting, um, you have to be able to wait to put into words um, so it's on the paper as to what you see in the x-ray. I mean, we can always cut and paste that we have that ability nowadays of hey, I saw this patient, I'm just going to send you the x-ray. But, you know, you don't want to lose that ability to put into words, you know, what you're seeing with your eyes. Uh, And this article um, goes into a lot of those things that we will classically talk about. So today's article um, is titled Modes of Failure of Cemented Stem-Type Femoral Components, a Radiographic Analysis of Loosening. This is by um, Tom Gruen, um, Greg McNeese, and Dr. Harlan Amstutz. And this is out of UCLA. It was published in Core in 1979. So um, what they did, it was a radiographic study looking at 301 patients, 389 total hip replacements with an average follow-up of three years. And what they looked at specifically were um, these seven zones, which have now been termed these Gruen zones. So if you think of an AP um, of a pelvis, and let's say we're talking about the left hip, you know, making lines um, at the bottom of the tip of the stem. The below portion of the stem would be zone four. Along the lateral side, you're basically, you know, making two lines to to, um, divide it into three portions above. Um, And then starting from the top lateral side would be zone one, um, central lateral side, zone two, uh, distal third on the lateral side, zone three. And again, below the tip is zone four. And then coming up the medial side, distal, um, medial third is zone five, um, dist, uh, the central third on the medial side is zone six, and the proximal third on the medial side is zone seven. So these were the seven zones um, that they were looking at, and they were looking for looseness, um, and they define that as a fracture in the cement. You know, So this is something that you may get asked, well, how do you define looseness on an x-ray of a cemented implant? Well, a fracture of the cement, um, any gap or radiolucency either between the stem and the cement, or between the cement and the bone. And what they also did is they looked at this chronologically over time. So they looked for chronologic failures of loosening. So this would be progressive changes in either the width or the length of these lucent lines, the appearance of sclerosis, the appearance of fragmentation, 
obvious gross motion where the stem is completely changed position, um, or a fracture of the actual stem. And, and this is a lot due to some of the metallurgy issues that they had back then. Um, not as commonly seen, but still seen. You know, we see fractures, um, you know, in stems and necks. And what they found at the end of all of that was 19% of their patients had x-ray findings of loosening. And when they followed those 19% um, patients, 14% of them had progressive changes. So, you know, just kind of important information to kind of know back then, but obviously things have changed because if we look into... Um, a lot of the more recent studies, especially the, the registry studies, there's been a lot of studies where have shown the cemented stems actually outperformed um, the press fitter uncemented stems. So I think it is very operator dependent. I think in America, we tend to use a lot of press fit stems. And I, unfortunately, I think a lot of people have lost that art of cementing well. So obviously, just because you put cement in the canal, if you don't do it well, it may fail. Um, and you may have a fi higher failure rate in your hands if you're not very facile at cementing implants. Um, but in people that do it on a regular basis, you know, a lot of studies have shown that it, it can be equivalent in some studies and in some studies even better. Um, so the other thing, though, which is part of this, so we talked about Gruen zone. So in your head, again, AP pelvis looking at the left hip, one, two, three, down the lateral side, four at the tip, five, six, seven up the medial side. Um, but also the important thing, um, which was also discussed in this, but was from a previous study, is the idea of these modes of failure. There were four modes of failure. Uh, and this was, you know, described by McNeese and Gruen in 1976. So three years prior to the publication of, of this study. And when we talk about the modes of failure, there's four modes. So we have mode one is pistoning. Mode two is medial mid-stem pivot. Mode three is calcar pivot, and mode four is cantilever bending. And again, I'll put all of these in the show notes so you get quick access. You know, if you need this on rounds, just pop into the show notes, and I'm going to put all these out there in a nice little summarized order. So let's go into this in detail. So mode one of failure, um, pistoning, there's actually two types. So 1A is the stem is pistoning in the polymethyl methacrylator, in the cement. And what you'll see is this characteristic punched out crack at the tip of the stem because the stem is just going up and down of the stem and bang, goes through right through the distal tip of the cement plug. So that's that's mode 1A, pistoning, stem pistoning in the cement. Mode 1B is that the um, polymethyl methacrylate or the cement is pistoning within the bone. Um, and this is the one that I think most people kind of put together with loosening. Um, and this is this radiolucency around the cement um, or this halo reaction around the entire cement mantle. So that's the one that most people are going to see. And I think refer to most commonly is this, you know, global lucency around the cement mantle. And again, that's mode 1B. So mode 2 is a medial mid-stem pivot. This is where the there's a medial migration of the proximal aspect of the stem and a lateral migration of the distal tip. So you can imagine just with those vectors and forces that the head and pressure is pushing the head down and then the stem is collapsing medially and tipping out laterally within this kind of failed cement mantle. That's mode two, medial mid-stem pivot. Mode three is a calcar pivot. So this is um, where the, the tip of the stem is actually windshield wipering back and forth, um, but the proximal aspect or the calcar area is still well fixed. So that's mode three, calcar pivot. And then mode four is cantilever bending. So this is loss of the proximal support of the implant 
um, but the tip is well fixed. So either poor cement mantle or possible bone resorption, osteolysis, or loss of cement mantle. Um, but distally, it's intact. It's the top of the stem that is moving back and forth. So, you know, there you have it. Um, and again, I will put this in very kind of, you know, nice summary the zones of gruen, um, one, two, three, down the lateral side from proximal to distal, four at the tip, and the five, six, seven up the medial side from distal to proximal. And then these four modes of failure. So number one, pistoning. Um, 1A is the stem in the cement. 1B is the cement in the bone. That's the most common full radiolucency around the cement mantle. Two, medial mid-stem pivot. Three, calcar pivot. And four, cantilever bending. So um, again, just kind of, you know, review this, um, pull up the article, you know, read it, review it, kind of keep it in your Dropbox or your Google Docs just so you have for reference in the future. And, um, you know, again, if you have other friends, colleagues in your program that you think would be interested, please share the information with them. It's really helpful if you take the time, go on iTunes and leave a review. It helps uh, people like you that are looking for information like this find this podcast. Um, And if you haven't already, please subscribe so you're going to get updated of all the new episodes that I'm trying to get up for you guys weekly. Um, Until next time, keep studying, keep reading, keep taking good care of your patients. And until next time, stay safe. I'm Adam Rosen, and thanks for listening to the Total Knee Tips and Pearls podcast. You've been listening to the Total Knee Tips and Pearls podcast. Make sure that you're subscribed so you'll be notified of future episodes. And please take the time to leave a review. It helps other people like you find the show. Until next time, stay safe.